the making of a mighty man. Mapangidwe a mamuna amenalingwazi. Yes, to be mighty means to be great. Kukala tu wambamvu ndekutindiwe ngwazi. He's talking about someone who has distinguished himself in a particular field. Kamba zaia mini wazipatula mkuchitabuino mgaorina lache. And everyone has a field in which he must distinguish himself. In God's scheme of things, we were all meant to be mighty. Because that is what we see in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 to 28. Genesis 26 verses 1 to 8. Genesis 1 verses 26 to 28. Where God says what? Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the bells of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Now, it says, let them have dominion. The moment you talk about dominion, you are talking about mightiness. Let them be great in their field. Let them be heads and never tails. Let them be champions and not dwarfs. So, please understand as a man that God has wired you for mightiness, greatness. He wants you to be fruitful and multiply. He wants you to subdue in life. He wants you to exercise mastery over the affairs of life. And there are many examples of mighty men in the scriptures. Let me give you five of them very quickly. Number one, Nimrod. 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 Genesis chapter 10. Genesis 10. Verses 8 to 9. I want us to read that. Genesis 10. Genesis 10. Verses 8 to 9. Cush begot Nimrod. Now, Cush begot Nimrod. Adabala Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one. Now, on the, the good thing is that you can actually begin to be mighty if you are not yet. This Nimrod, Nimrod began to be mighty. Began to be mighty. And his mightiness is in, was in the field of hunting. He was a mighty hunter. He began to be mighty in the realm of hunting. He killed animals that other hunters could not kill. The Bible does not tell us anyway 
what type of mightiness was it in that realm of hunting but it says he was a mighty hunter bible was it kutuza kuti kodi ungwazi wacha unaliwonekera motani mmene mukoma gauli meti kudzai friend lakuti anali close to an animal for for him to shoot an arrow at mwina sana sowekera kuti akakalichi fupi ndi chinyamacho kuti akakalichi distance was not an issue wherever he was positioned he could kill the animal mwina ngani sinali yakumatalikirwa ya ntunda yai pali posa pananga pesike pochi he stood out as a mighty one number 2 watch abraham abraham genesis 23 genesis 23 and verse number 6 dimaja 6 genesis 23 genesis 23 verse number 6 dimaja 6 the billionaires of his time ma billionaire amuntau yache said unto him adateronae hear us my lord you are a mighty prince among us you are a mighty prince among us these people talking to him were land owners of that time he had just lost his wife sarah and he went looking for a cave where to bury his wife the cave of makipela makipela said i want to buy it they said no you are a mighty prince among us just choose the best of places where you can bury your day none of us will withhold from you his burial place they said you are a mighty among the billionaires Abraham Abraham was called a mighty prince and yet he was a foreigner an immigrant in that place said, you are a mighty prince number 3 watch that david 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 Now here's the description that was given to David. Mafoto kozeredwa David nawa. 1 Samuel 16. 1 Samuel 16 verse 18. Dimacha 18. 1 Samuel 16. 1 Samuel 16 verse 18. Dimacha 18. What does it say? In anji God. Look, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite. Taona nindamuona mwana wa Jesse mbetelemuyo. Who is skillful in playing? Amenali waluso mkuimba a mighty man of valor. Ngwazi a mighty man of valor. Ngwazi yambamvu a man of war. Mundu wa ngondo prudent in speech. Wache nuka mkuyangula. Now David did not become mighty because he killed Goliath. He killed Goliath because he was mighty. David sada kale ngwazi chifochira da pagoliath. Koma ungwazi wondi mweda mpangitsa kuti apegoliath. This is before chapter 17. Ah, but this is the figure of chapter 17. He is a mighty man of valor. Ah, kuti amene anani ngwazi yamphamvu. But that time, komanda wimene, he had already killed the lion, the bear. Anata pakale nkango komaso chimbala ngondo in the wilderness. Kuchipuluru. Next is Watatira, one number four. What we call the mighty men of David. I mean to watch your ngwazi za David. Mighty men of David. Ngwazi za David. And one characteristic feature of these men. Ndechimodzi mwachonetsera their background. Kumena machokera was that they were 
highly indebted. Disgruntled man. Rejects of society. They were 400 in number. And they were gathered to David who was also on the run because Saul the king was looking for him. But by the time, you know, what, what verse is that? 1 Samuel chapter? Chapter 22, verses, verse 1. 1 Samuel 22, to two. One. verse 1 to 2. One, two. 1 Samuel 22, verse 2. And everyone who was, look at this, in distress, everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was discontented, gathered to him. So he became a captain over them. And there were about 400 men with him. He trained these people. And they became mighty men. My friend, Bari. it doesn't matter where this message is finding you. Maybe, please, let's have that verse again. Maybe you are in distress. Maybe you are highly indebted. Maybe you are discontented. You are saying, no, 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 no. Why am I like this? Is there any more reason to leave? These were the kind that gathered to David. It doesn't matter where you are. You can become a mighty man. Because Somebody shout, I can become a mighty man. These men, by the time you read 2 Samuel 23, verses 8 to 39, read it in your own time. 2 Samuel 23, verses 8 to 39, these men, are called mighty men of David. He processed them. He made them believe in themselves. To believe that they can do it. And they did awesome things. They became mighty men of David. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. How about a man in the New Testament called Apollos? In Acts chapter 18 verse 24. Acts in the scriptures. So you can be mighty in any field. And there are many fields. It doesn't have to be in football. No. This man Apollos was mighty in the scriptures. And that is what we are talking about. Hallelujah. Amen. So here is my counsel to us. I have limited time. Whether you know it or not. You are a mighty man. 
You see, the greatest challenge we have in our time among men today is that many men do not know that they are mighty. They suffer what I call the Gideon syndrome. The Gideon syndrome. Who is this Gideon? Read about him in Judges chapter 6. Verses 1 to 16. Now at that time. The children of Israel. Were under the oppression of the Midianites. Who greatly impoverished them. This is what happened. The children of Israel could work in the gardens. Grow their crops. But when it was harvest time. The Midianites. And their allies. Would come and destroy the harvest. So those who had some food in Israel had to literally hide it. And one of such people was Gideon. He harvested his wheat and he hid it. And he was busy processing his wheat. Trying to figure out that maybe somewhere, somehow Somebody we know is going to arise. Maybe in Israel from abroad to deliver us from the Midianites. We can't be hiding like there this. There must be someone. Not knowing that he was the answer he was waiting for. And so an angel of the Lord unto him. And he said, and this shook him. He said, oh mighty man. Let's look at it. Verse number 14. Verse 14. Alright, let's start from verse 11. You see, the angel came down. That seeker. And found Gideon, Gideon. Where he was threshing his wheat in the I one place. In order, hear this, to hide it from the Midian. Next verse. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Yehovah alinawe iwe iwe ngwazi ya mpamfu. Ah! Mi ine. When did I become one? Ndakalali iti ngwazi ya mpamfu. He didn't know. Sama ziwai. That he was the solution. Kudanali yanko. To the challenge he was running away from. Kufuto limine yeo amalitawa. He didn't know Sama ziwa. that he was the answer that needed to manifest. Mighty but ignorant. Listen to what he says in the next verse. In the next verse. Verse number 13. Oh my Lord. If I am this mighty. If the Lord is with us. Why then has all this happened to us? Where are all the miracles that 
Our fathers talked to us about. We can't see the miracles of God. But God says you are that miracle worker of this time. Somebody may be saying, when will Malawi manufacture her own car? Not knowing that the one asking the question is the answer to the question. I was listening to the BBC. BBC. Yesterday. Zulo. A group of 20 teenagers. Have made in South Africa. South a four-seater plane. Certified and they are flying it. Ask them what have you made. Just manufacturing problems for the wife. Hey, remember that uh, you know, I'm the man here. Hey, we need more than that, sir. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The man was stranded just like everybody was stranded. He was intimidated and fearful just like everyone else. He was waiting for a savior just like everyone was hoping for a savior Not knowing that he was that savior. We are complaining today about a votes, 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 Maybe you are the one God wants to use to change how things are done in this nation. Let us awake to the fact that we are mighty men. Somebody shout, I am a mighty man. You may be in the situation of Gideon where though you are mighty but you are also hiding. You are limited. You are facing what everybody else is facing and you are struggling like everybody else is struggling. But if you can make up your mind like Gideon did to say I will rise to the challenge. I will do something about my condition. We will all see you're unveiling as a mighty man. Tell your neighbor, I am a mighty man. Please, as we leave here to go home, let us tell our wives that, please, a mighty man has just arrived. Mighty man. And therefore, my wife and the children, you are going to live a mighty life. You are going to enjoy mighty money in this house. Mighty food. That shall be brought by a mighty man. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Believe you me, there are definite, specific areas where you can manifest your mightiness as a mighty man. Amen. 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 
God wants you to be mighty in the service of his house. You can be mighty in the marketplace. Be mighty. Make up your mind to be mighty in the marketplace, in the corporate world. Abraham was mighty in the marketplace. He was in farming and in the money market. He was rich, very rich actually, in gold and silver. What is the price of gold today? And he was also into farming. He became mighty. He became mighty. Isaac was equally mighty. Jacob was equally mighty. Job was equally mighty. In the marketplace. Each one of these in their generation were the greatest. They were the greatest in their time. Each was the greatest in his time. Glory be to God. Please be mighty in the home. Let your wives enjoy you. Let your children be thanking God that you are around. Not like we've seen in other places where the mother, the father dies and everyone is crying. The crying is, thank God. Thank God. We didn't know that God can be this wonderful. Mighty in the home. Love your wife. Train and raise your children in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. Be mighty in your health. Well, when one fellow died, I think one of the presidents of America, it was said of him that it was only in sleep that he could die. Because if death had found him awake, he would have fought it. It is only in death, in sleep, that he could have died. Because he died while sleeping. They said it was only in sleep that he could have died. Because if death found him awake, I think it is Alexander the Great, or one of those. Mm. I think Alexander the Great, or one of those historical figures. Mm. It was, it says, it could only have been in sleep. Because if death had found him awake, he would have fought against it. <laughs> mighty in health. You can be mighty in your health. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't be a sick man. Yeah, that is even better, a sickly man. 
But I said, don't be a sick man. Sickly. Always a backache. Are, are you a woman? No. Exercise. Eat well. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. You must also be mighty in wealth creation. Let's create wealth for the nation. For our families. For the church. Let's create wealth. Let's create avenues of wealth creation. Genesis chapter 30 verse number 43. The man Jacob was exceedingly prosperous. Now listen. But his work environment was not as conducive. His own employer, Laban, reduced his wages, his salary, his package ten times. Adam In a period of about twenty-five years. He reduced his wages ten times. Instead of receiving salary increment, you receive salary reduction. But the end result was that he became exceedingly mighty. No matter what may be happening against you, may you become exceedingly mighty. In the mighty name of Jesus. How can we become mighty? In any field of life. Number one. Maintain a consistent walk with God. Maintain a consistent walk with God. That is why they say prevention is better than cure. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why we need to maintain a consistent walk with God. I like the record of men in the Bible like Joseph. No news around them. Sad. Clean. Smart. Men like Caleb. Who maintained consistency of work with God for over 45 years. I don't know how long you are going to be here on earth. the rest of your life working with God in a consistent manner. Genesis 17 and verse number 1. Genesis 17, Do you want to be mighty? yourself to the pursuit of your vision. Dedicate yourself to the pursuit of your vision. Your greatness in life is in your assignment. Everyone here has an assignment. All of us, there is an assignment. 
Whether you are young or old. Everyone has an assignment. Now, Abraham. Abraham started out Adayamba when he was 75. That is when God called him. He said, my friend, we want to walk together. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to walk together. He said, walk before me and be blessed. And then he gave him his vision. He this is the vision. You shall go to a land that I will show you. And when you go there, I will bless you. I will turn you into a great nation. And I shall make your name great. Whoever blesses you, I shall bless. Whoever crosses you, I shall cross. Genesis chapter 12. Verses 1 to 3. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis 12. Now in Genesis chapter 13. Genesis 13. Verses 14 to 15. 14 to 15. God again speaks to Abraham. He says, Now lift your eyes from where you are. Look northward, southward, eastward, westward. All this land, as far as your eyes can see, I shall give unto you. Vision is what determines your provision. How far you go is a matter of how far you see. Hallelujah. Amen. And the moment you know where you're going, keep going in that direction. Keep pursuing your goal. Get yourself to the pursuit of your vision. Is it going to be easy? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. You see, it doesn't have to be easy for you to achieve it. Somebody said they don't clap for a footballer who plays average football. So please don't go for average assignments. It is when you do the unusual that people clap for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe the next one. Never give up in life. You want to be mighty? Giving up should not be part of your consideration. Giving up should not be part of your options. Giving up should not be part of your vocabulary. I failed yesterday. I must try it again today. Now here this. I have to say this to you because you are men. Life. Somebody shout life. Life. Moyo is generally tough. Life, I need to be closing. Life is generally what? Therefore, you must also develop toughness. You must approach life knowing that it can be tough. Life 
So, get these verses, please. Joshua 1, verses 6 to 7. Habakkuk chapter 3. Habakkuk 3. Verses 17 to 19. But I want us to read Job 13, verse 15. Okay, I said Joshua 1, verses 6 to 7. Joshua 1, 6 to 7. Habakkuk chapter 3. Habakkuk 3. Verses 17 to 19. And Job chapter 13. Verse 15. Verse 15. Though he slay me, yet I will trust him. Now, who is slaying him? God. God. Even though God slays me, yet, I'll trust him. I'll hold on. There is nothing like giving up. Job 14, 14. Job 14, 14. If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my hard service, I will wait. Until my change comes. That's the mindset of men that want to emerge mighty in life. I will wait. My business may be hard. Business yanga ikoso kauti kuvuta. But koma, I will keep pushing until my result comes. Until my change. Comes. Elijah was a mighty man. Elia One of his major traits was persistence. Resilience. Never giving up mentality. When rain was to come back to Israel, he prayed seven times. Not four times. Not even six times. But seven times. He said, I will not stop at anything until I see the sign of rain. And his servant said, Sir. I have looked towards the sea. The, the, the sea. I see a cloud as small as the hand of a man. Elijah said, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Go tell Ahab now to ride his chariots to go to Jezreel. Tell him that I'm hearing a sound of an abundance of rain out of a small cloud. You may be running a small business but out of that there shall be a sound. I said a sound of an abundance of prophets an abundance of business lines. Your business is producing other businesses. What you do is producing other lines of business in the mighty name of Jesus. Please, can I hear a loud shout? Let me take five more minutes quickly to give you the last one. Number four. Do you want to be mighty? Have the right perspective of life. That's right. Have the right perspective of life. 
you must develop what I call a healthy attitude. Don't let your attitude, your wrong attitude, betray you. Never believe that it cannot work. No. 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 Listen, you are what God says you are. That's the perspective you need to have to life. I am what God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I am what God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I am the answer to the questions that I'm asking. I am the answer to the questions that I'm asking. I am the one I have been waiting for. So I will not wait for another to make a difference. I am the one to make a difference. That's the mentality of champions. When David went to the battlefield, Israel is fighting against Goliath and the Philistines. David took responsibility. David, at that time, 17, 18 years of age. He took responsibility. He said, I will not look to anybody. These people don't believe they are the answer to this question. I must answer it. And you know that that question was answered. You are not here to celebrate his story, but to make it. This did this is not good enough. What have you done? You are not here to recount history. You are here to make it. You are not here to make noise. You are here to make news. You are not here to watch the news. You are here to make it. Somebody said, those who make news usually do not watch it. It's only Malawians. Cabinet ministers. ministers that will be mobilizing their family I'm members. I'm you, you will see me on TV tonight. I, I am busy Anabuela. I told them to... to but usually, <laughs> those who make news <laughs> do not watch the news because they are busy making more news. Somebody shout, I'm a newsmaker. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to me. The tomorrow you are waiting for starts now. Are we together here? 
that is the perspective you need to have. The tomorrow I am waiting for. Starts now. So if there is anything I want to achieve in life. The right time to start achieving it is now and not tomorrow. That business that you must start. That will turn you into a mighty man. The right time to start it is today. If you have been thinking of loving a wife, don't wait until the salary comes. Start loving her today. Every good thing you believe you must pursue. Life. The right time to start pursuing is now. Somebody shout now. Say it again now. Say it louder now. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I tell you this? And I will tell you the truth. Where you are today, good or bad, is good enough for you to start from. Where you are today, good or bad, is good enough as a starting point. God said to Abraham, I gave you Genesis chapter 13. Genesis 13, verse 14. 14. Put it there. Verse 14. Genesis 13, 14. And the Lord said to Abraham, Now hear this. Lift your eyes now. When do you lift your eyes? When do you hope for a better tomorrow? It doesn't matter where you are, but it has to be done now. Embrace vision now. Lift your eyes now. And from, I says, look from the place where you are. So you start from where you are. is not an issue. What should be more important to you is where you end. And the end of the matter shall be greater than its beginning. Tell yourself, I sat small today, but I shall not end small. I will not end small. It is not possible. I will not end just with one house. I have 16. I will have 32. I will have 48. I will have 64. How many? So please, don't entertain the Malawian mindset. That is killing many people around us. I mean, I'm only a Malawian. Ah, if you're from Malawi, it's tough. It's tough. Don't entertain that kind of language in Hallelujah. Amen. Where you are now is the right place to start making a difference. Where you are today is the right place. To start making a difference. Once you finish writing, you can write on your feet. Glory be to God. I believe that 
These were helpful insights. Hallelujah. Amen. And I hope that we can all rise to the challenge and begin to do what we are supposed to do as mighty men. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, deliver me from the Gideon syndrome of waiting for others to do it when I'm actually the one who is supposed to do it. Beloved, those of us that have got wives in our homes, there is no one who will love our wives for us. We are the ones who must do it. If there is any difference we want to see anywhere, we are the ones to make it. We are the ones to make a difference. Father, deliver me from the Gideon syndrome. Lift your voice. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, deliver me from the Gideon syndrome. Set me free from the Gideon syndrome. Set me free from the Gideon syndrome. In the mighty, awesome name of Jesus, deliver me from the Gideon syndrome. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Ezra 6.14 Ezra 6, 14. So the elders of the Jews built and they prospered. But they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai and Zechariah. Haggai and Zechariah prophesied. Haggai and Zechariah they proclaimed blessings upon the people who were busy building. And the Bible says those that were building prospered. So one of the things you find in the mouth of a servant of God is grace for your prosperity. In the affairs of life. Hallelujah. Amen. Hosea 12, 13. Hosea 12, Hosea chapter 12, verse number 13. Hosea 12, 13. By a prophet. The Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he was preserved. He was Preserved. And he's talking about Prophet Moses. He was not called Prophet Moses. So we are not, now when we talk of Prophet here, we are not talking about those whose names start with Prophet. Prophet Hastings Band. Uh, Hastings uh, Band. Uh, uh, uh. Prophet here means the servant of God. Is it making sense? Because 
Moses was not called prophet Moses Before like Moses, Elijah. Moses sankachedwa kuti neneli Moses ainganimeni And yet Hosea calls him a prophet. Komadu Hosea akumuchira yeye kuti neneli. He says it was by the ministry of the prophet. Akuti zinali kudzera mautubiki wa neneli. Meaning this man Moses. Kuranda uzati nkulu imose that Israel was brought out of Egypt. Israeli adatuluka kuchoka mwikuputo. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, Lero. as I speak blessings over you, good things will begin to happen in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, put Genesis 10 there. Genesis 10, verses 8 to 9. I already Imagine gave you that verse. I already gave you that verse. Cush begot Nimrod. Kusi adabala Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one don't tell me how it has been hitherto because today you are beginning to be a mighty man verse 9 are you giving us verse 9 He was a mighty hunter. Before the Lord. Some people maybe didn't like hunt, hunters. And But at least he was mighty, a mighty hunter before Some people may look down upon you but always remind yourself that you are a mighty man before Actually his mightiness became a proverb Therefore it is said Like Nimrod the mighty hunter Monga Nimrod amenanali mlenje ngwazi ya mlenje pamasopa Yehova it became a saying among the people Chidakala chinenero chomayangulidwa pakati pa wanthu If you wanted people to know how mighty you are Ngati mafuna kuti wanthu adzoka kuti kodi ndi ngwazi yotano Nimrod was the benchmark Ndiye Nimrod ndi pamene panali mloso wacho kulozerana I am like Nimrod Kuti ineyo ndine ngati Nimrod The moment you said that those that wanted to dare you they had to retreat Mukangotelo you amene mafuna takuputewa amene takwerere mbuyo Lift your hands Kwesani manjano I decree Tukulengeza that your hands will handle greatness your hands will handle greatness your hands will handle success your hands will handle breakthroughs open those and common success and common promotions and common connections in the mighty name of jesus i said in the mighty name of jesus i said in the mighty awesome name of Jesus. Please can I hear loud a shout of amen. amen. Every door that must open. For you to become a mighty man. I command it to open right now in the name of Jesus. I command that door to open in the name of Jesus. Please can I hear loud a shout of amen. Amen.
all these men became mighty in specific areas. In those areas that God has ordained you to be mighty. May you receive grace to become mighty in the name of Jesus. I said in the mighty name of Jesus. Every attack on your confidence as a man. I destroy it in the name of Jesus. There are so many men today that are being attacked by depression. Because of identity crisis. And some have said, why is it that I'm not man enough? I decree this hour that all forces of depression and all other attacks that are targeted against men in our town. Destroyed in the name of Jesus. They shall never come near you. Your businesses shall prosper. Your careers shall prosper. May you prosper in your workplaces in the name of Jesus. Any decision being made anywhere. That has potential to disadvantage you. We overturn it in the name of Jesus Christ. I said we overturn those decisions in the name of Jesus. Please, can I hear a louder shout of amen? I decree this hour. Let there be an abundance of the rain of blessings upon your life. The rain of blessings upon your life. In the name of Jesus. If there was any sickness and disease anywhere in your body. I curse it in the name of Jesus Christ. Divine health is your portion. Long life is your portion. I said long life is your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. I declare peace upon your marriages. Success upon your children. I said success upon your children. Success upon your projects. Success upon your projects. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please, can I hear a louder shout of amen? I said a louder shout of amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Please clap your hands for the King of Kings. And you may be seated.